Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Just a quick note before we get started that this is part of our Blast from the Past series, where we celebrate one of the incredible women in tech from our archive. And if you're a new listener or you're just looking to be inspired, dig into the back catalog. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from. Enjoy the episode. Reach out to the people where you know you have deficiencies or where you know you're a little iffy. That person is out there and all you need to do is plug that piece in and your idea and that whole daunting piece It's never going to go away. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. This Women in Tech road trip is powered by Kia Nero Touring. Yes, Kia provided us the most fuel-efficient, comfortable car to be our mobile podcasting studio as we drive state-to-state Los Angeles to New York celebrating Women in Tech featuring them on the Women in Tech podcast. First of all, it has cooled seats. It has the most silent AC. You can't even hear it. I leave it on load during the interviews and it is perfect. No disruption at all. You have fuel efficiency because it's hybrid. It comfortably stores all of our stuff. And there's three of us in this car with a ton of backpacks and mic gear and video gear. The Kia Neuro Touring is phenomenal. Simply could not be possible without Kia. A huge thank you. Enjoy the Women in Tech Road Trip Series. Welcome back to the Women in Tech Podcast. Coming to you not live because Future Adam is editing this right now. And so we are recording this about a month before you're actually listening to it while I'm on the road trip. Thanks to Kia providing me the Nero Touring, which is an amazing hybrid and an awesome mobile podcasting studio. Thank you, Kia. And I'm here with Ellis. So excited to be doing this interview right now because Denver has a really cool tech scene. I am in Denver, Colorado. Next up is Oklahoma. Before this was New Mexico. I don't even know what my name is half these days. <laughs> I can only imagine road trips or road trips, regardless of where you're off to or where you're going. So are you from Denver? I'm actually originally from Alabama, of all places. We're I, going there, too. Yeah, I was so going to say, I, I'll hook you up with some Bama people. Amazing. You'll have to go to the ham Otherwise Amazing. known as Birmingham. Oh, I love Birmingham. Uh, I've been there. I didn't know it was called the Ham. Yes, it's called the Ham. I love Birmingham. Yes, you must check out the Ham. They've actually got really cool restaurants these days. So I can send you to all my favorite awesome. restaurants. Awesome. So go ahead and formally introduce yourself to everybody and tell them a little bit about who you are. Sure. Um, my name is Ellis Blevins, and I was born and bred in Birmingham, Alabama, but meandered my way around. United States, a little bit of Europe, figured out that Colorado was my home, 
and was lucky enough to be a geek that landed in Colorado because, like you said, the tech scene is insane here. Yeah. There is funding. There is huge innovations going on. Um, Amazon should move here. And maybe by the time this happens, yeah. Amazon will have officially said yeah. second headquarters is going to be here. Right. Um, I have a consulting firm. Um, that I accidentally started late one night. Right. Um, and we do software and operational consulting. A lot of that includes talent acquisition and software development. And I'm also stealthily creating software that is going to change the whole talent acquisition world for everyone. That's I'm, it. I'm getting rid of job descriptions and I'm getting rid of resumes. So. And what are you replacing them with? I'm replacing them with Job C, which is actually, I feel like resumes are two-dimensional and job descriptions are worse than two-dimensional right. they're paragraph paragraph bullet right. points blah right so what is job c job c is actually a visual interactive job description that allows you to find out more about the company on the first impression because right. right now first impressions are pitiful you right. can't tell the difference between one job description and another right doesn't matter if you're help desk or cio or anywhere in between and this allows you to find out all the things that you really want to know about a company. And you touch things and they open up and tell you all sorts of stories. And there's videos and photos and all the stuff that you actually need to decide whether or not you're even interested in working for a company. And can you spell job C? Sure. It's J-O-B and then S-E-E dot I-O. Perfect. Yeah. And like, when did you come up with this idea for Job C and where is it in the development process right now? Sure. So I think I the first inkling of Job C was probably five years ago. Just anyone who's ever looked at a job description, had to create a job description, had to apply to a job description. You know, it kind of makes your skin crawl. Right. God, God love you. There's just no way to put a good first impression out right. there. And so it's so frustrating because people want to tell their story, not only on the candidate side, but on the company side. And right now there's there's not a good way to tell it. And so right. this is an actual way to tell it. And I think it was just mentally slowly building in my head right. for a while. And, um, you know, I'm bad about being, you know, being from Alabama, hostess with the mostest. So I got to help you and I've got to help you and I've got to right. help you. And so right now I am helping Job C. And so we are probably three months is my guess right. from MVP. Right. And we've got a whole lot of companies that have seen prototypes that are already really interested. And for you guys that don't know what MVP is, it means minimal viable product. Um, it's just kind of just see, like get the bare minimum done to just see where to take it next. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many places to take it. That it's hard to decide yeah. what's going to be in this minimally viable product. Um, we even had one version of it that I just didn't love UX wise because yeah. the whole purpose of this yeah. is to visualize where you might be working. Yeah. And and the UX just wasn't where it needed to be. And so we kind of started from scratch and redid it. But it's hard because it, it could just get bigger and bigger. And I hope that the beta clients that are going to use it will help make it bigger and bigger and better and better. And what is your role, your skill set in the tech space? Sure. Um, I have a checkered past okay. is the best way to yeah. say it. Oh, God, this is going to get juicy. Oh, God, no, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, it starts with an Apple IIe oh, so long ago when yeah. the softball coach was teaching the computer class. 
But I was lucky enough to be somebody that could get a computer. And so started off on an Apple IIe, taught myself how to program in Fortran and Pascal. Don't date me because <laughs> there you go. Um, realized that maybe development wasn't for me, which to me is one of the biggest kind of aha moments that right. there are so many places to be in technology that is not coding. There's plenty of coding. Don't get me wrong, but so many different places. Um, I actually went and did medical research for a while because when I said I was a geek, I was yeah. a geek, but came back to it and um, worked for a software company in sales. I was the engineer's worst nightmare because I actually can help you design something. It's an interesting combination because typically an engineer is an introvert and a salesperson is an extrovert. So you have a little bit of both. Exactly. I think I'm under the category of extroverted introvert. Yeah. I can spend much more time extroverted, but eventually I have to go and read Ready Player One or which comes out in a movie (laughs) soon. And I'm nervous. Makes me nervous when my favorite geek books are trying to turn into (laughs) movies because it could go south. It could go south. (laughs) You're so cute. (laughs) No, but I just I think I always dabbled in this area, realized I'm actually a pretty good product owner and helped some people with their products. Um, I'm good at 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 tech in the general sense. You don't want me actually coding anymore. And I still have an IT person. Because it's something that you yeah. have to keep up. It's like coding is one of those things because I thought, would I want to code? I know how to build WordPress sites. Mm-hmm. I, I I say that I know how to hack my way. Like I know how to, pre- I'm a pretend coder. Exactly. But if you're a real coder, that's like being a doctor where every year you have, every, not even year, every month, every week, you have to keep up with the newest and greatest like coding you know, principles and technologies. And it's not something you could just learn and it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could learn how to be a writer and it's done, but now you just need to practice. Right. But once you get the fundamentals, they don't really change that much. Exactly. I was, uh, I would say the exact same thing. It's like learning a language. Coding is just another language. Right. There are principles to language, but you can't say that you learned how to write in English and then be able to go and write in French or yeah. in Japanese yeah. or in Chinese. There's always something more. And the beauty of technology is there's always something more and potentially better. Right. And so if you're not keeping up, you're literally going to fall behind. Yeah. And um, the way that things change these days, they change so rapidly that there's a new acronym every day. Totally. And that's why it's great that you picked out like this is where I want to move ahead professionally. This is the particular aspect of my company or of my business that I want to focus on. And so I'm going to let like someone else do be the primary in the coding. But like you said, you know, you at least know what they're looking at. You understand what it makes sense. This is not you're not the one to be doing it. I think there's something really powerful in not trying to do everything ourselves. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, there's a concept of best of breed when you're looking at software. You don't necessarily want to buy the software that does everything because do they do each of the parts of everything really, really well? Right. And as I build my second iteration of my company, I know some of the holes that I have in my capabilities. And so my number one goal is finding the right person to handle the Excel spreadsheets. Right. 
I can do Excel spreadsheets, but they suck my will to live. Yeah. And that's okay because someone else actually gets yeah. all hyped up about I it. I don't think you should even try doing Excel yeah, spreadsheets. I'm just saying they, they make me sad. We have a teammate, Melissa. I just, you do the Excel I'm telling you, it makes, <laughs> it makes them as happy as it does me thinking about the next integration or the next you know, what we can do next. Totally. There, there's got to be people who love that sort of stuff. But totally. no, I think I I dabbled in the, the IT world for a really long time and realized that I didn't want to be a developer right. and almost felt a little lost for a little bit because sometimes people just equate those two things. Right. If you're going to be in technology, you must know how to develop. And I just, it's not the truth of the matter. There are hundreds of people in play right. in that tech world. And it took me a while to, I did tech sales. I did tech support at right. Sun Microsystems. Truly was that yeah. first line of defense. Yes, That's the routers you are down. so much patience. Yes. And I actually, that wasn't going to be um, the career for me because yeah. not everybody in stressful situations enjoys sarcasm. Yeah. And that's about my only reaction <laughs> in a stressful situation. So Sun Microsystems Resolution Desk, I apologize. <laughs> we, it was a great meeting, but we weren't meant to be. Yeah. yeah. And um, But no, in the position that I'm in now, part of what keeps the money flowing is the talent acquisition piece. Right. And so I actually, um, all of my recruiting team are moms. Oh, cool. Because you can almost do recruiting anywhere. Yeah. You know, I believe in a in a Skype or a Google Hangout where you get right. to give somebody the googly eye. Yeah. Make sure they don't look like a serial killer because that's very apparent yeah. in, a, in a Google Hangout. But um, but being able to offer a, a way to do income and a way to find people jobs. I love all the moms that that recruit for me because they know their stuff they are super efficient. And so if you're looking for a mom job that you can do <laughs> and still like drop your kids off and pick your kids up, call me. How do people get in touch with you? They can email me at ellis at jobc.io. And it's Ellis like the island. Or if you're more of a shopper, that would be Perry Ellis. Let me know. And I'm, I love networking. So even if I'm not the answer for you, maybe I can help you find the answer for you. Where do you see JobC being like a year from now? A year from now, um, I am hoping that Job C is the, oh my word, we should have had this 20 years ago. There was no reason why we shouldn't have had this. Right. And you're going to see Job C's everywhere because each Job C actually is a unique URL. Right. You can embed it anywhere you want to. You can put it on your careers page. You can put it on LinkedIn. You can put it on Dice. Literally wherever you want it, it's there. Right. And it's your chance as a company to make the first impression that you're trying to make and give people that information that they that they really want before That's they're awesome. ever going to decide to opt in or opt out of your world and your vision and your values. That's awesome. And um, what kind of like piece of of like advice, like what would you say to people wanting to get into the tech space where they they feel like the world's daunting and they don't yeah. even know where to get started? What would you recommend? Well, the world to me is always going to be daunting. And so um, being an entrepreneur is a certain sort of skill set when it comes to pain tolerance, but it's worth the pain. It is worth jumping in with your idea or your way of doing things. And then the part that's daunting, you can fix by surrounding yourself with the right people. Like I said earlier, 
Excel sucks my will to live, but I have a friend of mine who has been a CTO and a CEO. She is just insane. And I said, I need help with this. And that's the other piece. Surround yourself with people who are willing to help. I, that's the other thing about Denver. Wow. The amount of helpful, incredibly smart people, women that you can surround yourself with, well, it's mind boggling. But reach out to the people where you know you have deficiencies or where you know you're a little iffy. That person is out there. And all you need to do is plug that piece in and your idea and that whole daunting piece. It's never going to go away, but you're going to be much more comfortable knowing that you have your developer person or your graphic design person or your brand person or your flat out Excel. Just someone to handle that. Totally. And for I know sometimes it's hard for people to connect with people like they I know some in Los Angeles specific specifically people will move to L.A. and not know anyone at all. And they want to get into the tech space and they don't know where to get started. So if you're a woman in tech anywhere in the world and you don't have that network and you don't know where to get started, go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at Mm -hmm. womenintechvip.com. It forwards straight to the Facebook group. And that's the great place that you could just go ahead and introduce yourself. And there's so many collaborative, supportive women in there. And you could start stepping forward that way. I definitely. There's old adage, it takes a village. The beauty of women in technology yeah. is everyone is already there. Yeah. They are ready to be your village. Totally. And there's not a city that I've run into that it's not true. Totally. I mean, Denver, I live and breathe Denver. And I mean, the list of people that I could chop off from Judy Battenberg at Stars to Sherry Hammonds at um, Beeline to Barbara Bauer with Rocky's Venture Group to, I mean, it just goes on and on. There are women out there that are ready to lift you up. Yeah. So the moment you feel overwhelmed, there is someone there to chat with. So don't stop. Keep moving forward. Um, the places that you're talking about going to the Facebook site They can let you know the local places to check in and let you know the right connections to make. And, you know, I I at least want to talk with you or email with you before I link with you only so that I can be smarter about how I can help you. Yeah, totally. So link with me on that kind of linking kind of concept. As I said, I have this special bracelet for you. So this was created by a female founder in Wilmington, North Carolina. It's number 1936. It's called a compass bracelet, and it's more than just a bracelet. So this is cork imported from Portugal. It's gender neutral to look like leather. And um, the whole idea is I give it to you. You share on Share Your Compass how you received it. And then within two weeks, you give it to a woman in tech who inspires you. And within two weeks, they give it to a woman in tech who inspires them. The listeners can follow 1936. And you'll be able to see like 15 people down who that person is and connect with that person. So it's a really, really interesting concept. The founder like is building it all herself. It's, it's really, really exciting. So here is that. Yay. I highly approve. 1936. (laughs) Do you have someone in mind you're going to give it to? Hmm. I mean, there's so many options. I, um, I do actually have someone in mind. What, what would, what will be interesting is see where they go with it. Yeah. Because, you don't always have to interact with someone who's right in your same right. totally. lane. Totally. And so somebody who might be in the next lane. But totally. this is actually someone who um, is in the human resources world, but is one of the most brilliant people, 
they see beyond, they see ways to engage like all yeah. employees out there. They're not just there hiring. They're not just there handling your benefits. Right. Um, her name happens to be Christine Hodges. Hi, Christine. You're about to get Hi, this. Christine. Um, and she, she gets the whole companies are going to be better when employees have a voice yeah, and have a way of making their ideas known, at least for discussion. Because who doesn't know someone out there that had a great idea? Nobody would listen to it. Yeah. And so they finally left where they were. Totally. Because they felt, wow, so many roadblocks. Why yeah. Why am I even doing this? Totally. And so she is all about giving people voices. She's brilliant. And uh, I. she's one of my people I surround myself with. Where can with. we find her online? Do you know? Um, you actually can find her on my, uh, on the Job C site. Great. She's on the advisory board. Great. So if you go to About, yeah. she's in there. Sherry Hammonds is in there. I'm talking with Barbara later. Hopefully Yay. she'll be in there. I've got my friend who helped me. I mean, she has so many other skills. Yeah. Uh, Christy Gaspar, she's the CEO of CH2 Solutions and literally helps people. It's called Chapter 2. Awesome. Because everybody does that first version of your software, your company, your whatever. And then you're like, okay. Yeah. She helps you with Chapter 2, which is fixing all the glitches, all the this is, all the that's, and takes you to wherever you need to go. Um, I've got marketing folks that, that rock, but yeah, no, I, I will connect you with who you need. Let me know who you need. (laughs) And then, and then here on the instructions too, and then a sticker, a women in tech sticker for you. Perfect. Compass. Thank you so much for being on the women in tech podcast. Absolutely a pleasure. See, it was, it was comfortable in here, right? Oh yes. No, I'm telling you the Kia, it rocks the house. My car does have 300,000 miles on it. I do want a hybrid next. (laughs) Right and now, Kia, you're kind of toying with my emotions no, here. I, best road trip car ever. So comfortable, like so. Com- I am it's ridiculous. 100 percent comfortable right now, and yeah. I'm a hot natured person, and yeah. it's not cool outside. And this is beyond comfortable. Yeah, plenty of room. We could cause trouble in here. No, it's it's very crazy how comfortable. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I ever do a road trip again, it would have to be this car. I yeah. I see no problem with it. Um. You guys, I will talk to you guys, hear you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.